Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Crunch Time. I'm Mikey, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, David and Sam. How you guys doing? Really good. I've been watching a ton of baseball. I've been learning. The league's been very competitive for preseason, so I think it's going to be a very competitive season, and I think I'm really excited. Yeah, looking forward to that 60-game season. Hopefully, it'll turn out well. Yeah, so like you guys just mentioned, we have some very exciting news for the sports world. MLB is coming back on Thursday, July 23rd. For us, it's going to be tomorrow, but that changes depending on when you listen. All things aside, opening day will be a thriller. We got two games. The first one is World Series favorite Yankees taking on the defending champs, Washington Nationals. And then the other one is the Giants taking on the other favorite, which many assume is the Dodgers. So before we get into the episode, what are your guys' thoughts on these opening day matchups? I think they're great for the league. It's going to get a lot of people to tune in. It's going to definitely kick off the league on the right foot. I think the Yankees and the Dodgers should definitely win, but they'll both be very contested games. Uh, Great pitching uh, rotations, good defending. I'm really excited. I don't see the Dodgers losing this matchup. They're 10 times better than the Giants. I could see the Yankees losing this matchup, though. The Nationals are a stacked team with great pitching, great rotation, great players. But I would like to see them come out on top, and I honestly think they will. Yeah, I agree. I think the Dodgers, I'd be very shocked if the Dodgers um, lose to the Giants just because there's a lot of hype around them right now. The Yankees and the Nationals going to be close. Um, also, we're forgetting how good of a hitting team the Nationals are. I know they lost Rendon, but they still have, you know, they still have great guys. Juan Soto is going to be a huge part of their team. And like you said, their pitching rotation. So I think Scherzer versus Cole in the first game of the season is going to be what every MLB fan wants. It's going to be insane. Yeah, sure. so let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. I mean- Scherzer in preseason, I know preseason isn't an indicator for everything, but the other day, Scherzer did not pitch great against the Phillies. I think that's yeah, that, that's true. I, I agree with you, but I also think Garrett Cole hasn't pitched amazing yet for the Yankees. I mean, he's given up a, he's given up a few home runs. I mean, I know that Scherzer's done a much worse job than Cole has, but I think it's going to be close. I wouldn't be I honestly wouldn't be shocked if Garrett Cole has a terrible debut just because of the luck of the Yankees pitchers, to be honest. They never really have. They never really start off with a bang. They never really excite the Yankee fans. But I think overall, Cole and Scherzer both can have very good seasons for their respective teams. Yeah, I'm not too. I'm not too concerned about the preseason games. I know it's somewhat important, but honestly, not really. I could expect both pitchers to come out and pitch really well. But I could also expect them to come out and be a little jittery and mess up. But you know what? It's still going to be a good matchup, nonetheless. Yeah, I want yeah, I want to talk about some um interesting changes in the league this year because obviously it's not the same. It's 60 games. The playoffs are going to be normal, but I want to talk about one of the things which makes sports in general with most like that makes athletes want to play, which is the fans. So, how do you guys think um the atmosphere in for the players will be not having fans? I know that, you know, there might be cardboard cutouts, but let's be real. That's not the same. So how do you think and even artificial crowd noise, it's not the same as actual live fans. So how do you think that's going to affect um the MLB players on a daily basis? I think personally the games are going to be a lot less less scoring because I think players it's going to be very difficult for players to step up to the batter's box, hear their favorite fans screaming in their ears to kind of get motivated to hear music blaring on the the big screen. So I think players, the pitchers even, I think it's going to be a little sloppy at first as the pitchers try to gain their momentum and the hitters aren't exactly that motivated. But I think as the season goes on, it will kind of move towards regular kind of style of play, maybe a little lower scoring than we're used to, but the MLB is back. Everyone should still be excited no matter what the style of play looks like. Yeah, and I honestly expect... I don't really know when, like, I don't really care. I don't think it's going to matter 
like throughout the season how it's going to go. I think it's later in the games when it's like eighth inning, ninth inning when they need to step up to the plate and be clutch, and they just don't have that fan momentum behind them. That's going to be tough. And the playoff, that's going to be really difficult. You need that home field advantage, and you're not going to get that, and that is yeah. really crucial. Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like in the beginning of the regular season, it's not as going to be as big of a deal, even though it is 60 games and, you know, you really need to perform every game. There's not like you, there's no time for a losing streak. It's still not as much pressure but for the playoffs. You know, when you're there's no home field advantage anymore, so it could be completely changed. So that's going to be very interesting. I think the no home field advantage is going to do one thing. I think there's going to be a bigger gap between the bad teams and the good teams because a lot of times these mediocre teams pull off crazy upsets at home because they have the fans' support. And now it's just going to – I think it's probably just going to be best team wins for a majority of the time. So a team like the Yankees and a team like the Marlins, I mean the gap is just going to be tremendous. That makes and sense. the yeah. middle-of-the-road team – I think there won't be that many middle of the road teams. I think the wild card teams are, are going to be very good this year, but the teams right behind the wild card are really not going to be good at all. I think that's what the biggest change is going to be this season. I don't even think about that, Sam. That's a good point. And, you know, as a Mets fan, I'm expecting this team to do well, but I can also see them do poorly. So I can seem like kind of in the middle around 30 and 30, probably a little above 500, but without that fan support that they have, it's going to be really tough for them to make the playoffs with this tough of a division and this season. I don't know, man. This could be really close. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the other two big things that it's going to be a different change for the league this year is the start of extra innings now have a runner on second. You know, you can win the game with one hit now, and it's all you need. to. Obviously, it's an effort to make the game shorter. And the universal DH. And so now that's going to be in the National League. How do you guys think that that's going to affect the league? And do you think it's going to be permanent? What are your thoughts on that? I love it. I really do love it. It's going to... I think DHs are... Every fan loves a good DH for their team who can hit a lot of home runs. It can make the games a lot... Uh, faster paced I think a lot maybe more even high scoring guys can come in who have been dealing with injuries the last few years of their career they don't have to field they don't have to run around in the outfield making diving plays they could rest a little bit and all they have to do is hit home runs so these veterans could have really big roles on the team while only getting up to the plate three times I think that's going to be huge for the MLB and I personally think that a universal DH is going to continue for the years to come. I think the league is going to see success and they're going to want to keep it, even though it goes against a lot of tradition. Yeah, there's no point of not keeping it, honestly, the universal DH. It's going to help out every single team in the league, especially the National League now. But I got to ask you a question. Since you said there's going to be a bigger gap between the best teams and the worst teams with no home field advantage, do you believe that the runner on second for the start of the extra innings is going to help the better teams or help the worst teams? I think definitely it's going to help the worst teams because if the worst teams had a, a good chance of upset, all it takes is one lucky hit for that not as good team to win. I mean, yeah, I guess it's the same way for the good teams, but I think it's there could be a lot of luck that happens with that man on second. One little tip of the bat, and you could see a team like the Marlins. Yeah, like a little bloop yeah. single is all you really need. Yeah, exactly. I think that's going to be. Then really it also goes. In, it also goes on the other side. If you look at teams like the Yankees, the Dodgers, Astros, that have really like their whole lineup is really good. You can count on any of the players, and it's all you need is a single from any of the players. And sometimes you can, you know, that it's going to come soon. So I think that if we're talking about luck, then it's going to help the National League. But if, but you know, if your two, three, four, five hitters are up, um, to start the extra innings, and you're one of the best teams in baseball, I think it's an automatic walk off or well it goes both ways 
I think it, it goes both ways. Field, it depends on who's the home team. Right. But just in general, I think I think that once we start to see that, there's we're not going to have 11, 12 inning games, 13. I think the most it goes is 10 because, you know, one of the most important things in extra innings is even getting that man on base. And he's not. This man is not even on first. He's on second. So all it takes is a single. You have a fast guy like Billy Hamilton. If he's on second base, he's scoring easily on a, on um, uh, an outfield single. So I think that that's definitely a plus. Actually, I say can, uh, next topic. I think considering we're from New York and we're both Yankees and Mets fans, and we got to witness them play in this preseason. What are your guys' thoughts and takeaways from that? Okay, look, I'm a Yankees fan, and obviously we saw the Yankees pounded the Mets. That didn't surprise me completely. Um, the Mets didn't play DeGrom. The Yankees didn't play Cole. But but I'm going to say the Yankees, I think, honestly had a better lineup on the second night, especially when they had five home runs. So I think the Yankees just tried a little bit harder in these games. I'm just going to be real with you here. Aaron Boone, we saw challenge someone. So I think the Yankees, honestly, were really locked into these games. They didn't really care that it was a preseason game. So I'm not going to sit here and hate on the Mets for getting crushed by the Yankees. Obviously, I think we can all admit that the Yankees are the better team, obviously. But, you know, I'm not going to base a whole Mets season off of two preseason games. Would I have liked to see Pete Alonso do a little bit more? Of course. Would I have liked to see other Mets guys perform a little better? Yeah. But once they set in with once they settle in with the season, I think that the Mets actually aren't going to have that bad of a season. And if they get off to a hot start, which they usually do, sometimes they end up to fall off and they get hurt. But now there's less time for that. So I actually think this season kind of benefits the Mets. I think the Mets go up and then down and then back up again at the very end, but it's too late. I think the Mets, the like the biggest X factor for this team this year is the role players. I think if the Mets are going to have a great year, their eight batters, their nine batters, their substitutes, if guys get injured, are really going to be huge. Because the other night, a lot of the Mets guys were resting, uh, working off some injuries, getting their arms right. But they really did not play great against the Yankees. I know the Yankees are the best team in the MLB right now. But if the Mets are going to want to go have a nice deep run in the playoffs or even make the playoffs, these guys are really going to have to step up. Yeah, I like what you said about the 8, 9, and 10 hitters because that's actually what – that's that was kind of the the story of the Yankees' season last year was everyone banded together. They dealt with so many injuries. They had crazy guys coming out of AAA, putting up huge hits. And now I think for the Yankees, knock on wood, hopefully that um, – all their good players aren't are will stay healthy, and they're not going to have to deal with that. But I think for the Mets, if they do end up dealing with injuries, I think the most important thing for them is to band together as one team. And I think they might honestly have the same story with the Yankees do. I think everyone's going to have to step up for them. You know, as a Mets fan, seeing the struggle of most years, you kind of realize that like role players are clutch, but it's all about the bullpen. Honestly, the Mets have had terrible bullpen recently. Their closers blow. So many games, it's ridiculous. We aren't the Mets could have won the 2015 World Series if it wasn't for Familia. I think we can all agree on that. And it's just the bullpen, yeah. and they, they, they have solid guys in the bullpen this year. And it all depends on that, honestly. Like, I agree, Sam, it's all about the role players, the eight nine hitters, but the pitching is so clutch. Honestly, the most important position in baseball, and you just need that key bullpen. And the Mets, I don't know. I think Syndergaard is going to be a huge loss for the Mets this season because they do have a great bullpen, but they're one injury away from their season just being completely washed away, in my opinion. They have a couple nice minor league guys, 
but the lack of experience is definitely going to show if one guy gets hurt. I think that's the same for the Yankees too. Severino's out. So we the Yankees only real good pitcher is Garrett Cole. If Garrett Cole gets hurt, the Yankees pitching rotation is literally well, down to guys Tanaka? like when is Tanaka going to be healthy? Tanaka's going Tanaka said he should be back July 30th, but we don't know we don't know how cautious he's going to want to be. He's not going to want to play too many innings. So I think if the like if the Yankees lose Aaron Judge, it's going to suck, but they still have Torres, they still have Stanton. They even have guys like Luke Voigt. They're, they're going to still be slugging. But without Severino, without Domingo Herman, if you lose Garrett Cole, I don't think the Yankees win the division. That's my prediction. Even if they lose to Aaron Judge, they're still fine. They still have such a, a Exactly. That's action. why. Their batting lineup is so amazing. But if they lose Garrett Cole, their huge pitcher, and without Severino and Herman, they don't have a pitching rotation. I mean, they have Chapman still, but, I mean, he's definitely getting there. He's a closer, though. He's a nice veteran. Yeah, he's a closer. But he's still a nice veteran guy to have in the dugout. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, all right, so another th- All right, so actually I want to bring up something kind of cool, and this is also trending because obviously we know the NBA has a bubble and that's coming up. What do you guys think the MLB would look – what do you guys think the MLB would look like with a bubble? Do you think it would work? Like what, what, what are your thoughts on this? How do you think it all would right, happen? I have- I think it's going to be – it would be very difficult for it to work. Even the NBA, I know they're pulling it off, but still – They've had their struggles. The bubble has not been perfect, but it's holding up. I think the only way for it to work is they separate it AL and NL, and they have two separate quarantine spots. I mean, maybe Vegas is one potential spot. Where would you think the other one would be? Arizona. Yeah, I, okay. Arizona and Vegas. That, that was AL a and Vegas, NL and Arizona, and they kind of— You know, David, you're— Yeah, no, what David just said is, is true. They were actually considering Arizona. They were considering that, but unfortunately now they're rising cases oh, every day. So yeah. that's going to be an issue. But, I mean, so is Florida, so— And then right. they had positive right. tests. At least, so. Florida had, at least Florida had Disney World where they could quarantine. Yeah. What the spot. NHL is doing is awesome. Like the, the East Conference, West Conference, two yeah. quarantine. And then they meet in the playoffs. I think that's that would have been the best opportunity for the MLB. Uh, I think it's definitely like that. It's a very low contact sport relatively to basketball and football and hockey, even. But still, the risks are there. People are breathing on each other. People are definitely making physical contact. I'd say the two quarantine spots are going to be there. Players are going to have to hold themselves accountable. Daily tests. I would really like to see it because I don't know how long this MLB season is going to hold up if players are being irresponsible. But I think what it comes down to is players doing their part and holding their teammates and themselves accountable. Yeah, I, that's true. The only, only, I mean, a true issue I have with the bubble, like even if it's ALNL, it's just that like they're going to have to be on a tight schedule. Baseball games can last anywhere from like two to four, to even to even five hours. If let's say the Mets are scheduled to play at one o'clock and then someone's scheduled to play at four and the Mets go to like six, like five o'clock, like that screws up the entire schedule. So that's just an issue I have. But I mean, the mask and stuff, people can wear them during games. It's not really like a, a run heavy sport that they're going to have to like right. breathe very heavily. But we've seen players do that. So that's not really my issue. It's just like, I don't think the schedule. tight game schedule is really a problem because if they chose a facility, they wouldn't just have one field. They would have like, it would be like a 50 field complex, probably, in my opinion. They would, it would be like yeah. a giant like farm or something like that, where they could just fit like a ton of stadiums in one place, like an IMG. I think that would be perfect if yeah. they had a complex like that with like 50 fields, housing, 
uh, proper social distancing. They, they can always build stuff too, like if they really need yeah, to. Oh, like, the MLB has tons of money. I don't think money well, is the I problem. I think that if they were to do a bubble, then I think they would definitely have to shrink the rosters, maybe make the game smaller because, you know, if you're bringing 30 guys on on 30, let's remember the NBA is not bringing all of its teams and they have significantly less players. So that's, I think that is why the NBA bubble works. I personally do not think an MLB bubble would work, even if they did it to people, just because the sheer size, size of the teams and the length of baseball games and how big baseball fields are. Like you could put a bunch of basketball courts right next to each other, to be honest with you, and you could just close them off and have games. Baseball fields are huge. We don't know how much room they're gonna have. So I think that if if they were to do that, they would have smaller rosters, probably shorter games, limited staff, if you if you want to say so stuff like that. Maybe a minor, like maybe a smaller stadium, even possibly to fit. I guess everything. I know that wouldn't be ideal, but there aren't that many great options at this stage in the world. I mean, I don't think the bubble would work, honestly, but there are a lot of good things that they could do with this idea because you're right, Sam, they can do like a huge complex with like tens fields. So, I, I mean, I don't think that ever work because of cases, but whatever. Yeah, no, I, I think I, I think at the end of the day, the MLB, uh, well, first of all, if they were to do a bubble, this just wouldn't be the ideal time because they would have to accommodate for all 30 teams. The teams are too big. I, I think that <laughs> I think that if the MLB wants to have a successful season this year and they want their league to actually set a good example for the sports world the players really need to do their part there's no room for messing around there's no room for partying you play video games you stay in your hotel room you play baseball you eat food and that's all you do so i think at the end of the day it comes down to the mlb players and them doing their jobs i have one question i've been hearing a lot of buzz that toronto won't be able to play at their home stadium I've been hearing they might use their minor league stadium in Buffalo. The Blue that makes Jays. Sense. It's been guaranteed well, I mean, they can't go to Toronto because they yeah, no, play. there's because the I mean the NHL. Bro, Canada, there. Canada doesn't want us. Like they don't want the U.S. Like are you kidding me? I mean, I don't blame them. We're rising oh. cases every day. I don't blame them. Yeah, I don't blame them at all. I think. What do you think they're gonna do? I mean, no other team is really gonna wanna make accommodations and play less frequently at their own stadium just because another team wants to get in. I mean. I think they're going to have to play in Buffalo at their minor league affiliate. I mean, it's not ideal, but what other options? You know, maybe they can bring the Fets back. The minor league suspended their season, so there's not going to be any, like, teams playing there. That's not a good idea. Yeah, that's not ideal for the Blue Jays and for people playing the Blue Jays, but to be honest, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to just going with the flow and doing whatever is best for the whole league. So if they really have to play in Buffalo, you know, maybe they expand the field a little bit, bring the fences back. Like, if they don't, that's a huge home field advantage. All right, I'm going to be honest here. Like, I, I like NBA players were complaining the food wasn't great in the bubble. MLB players might on the Blue Jays. NBA players are so – like, why are they complaining about yeah, it? I don't understand. They're yeah, getting millions like and millions of dollars to quarantine in Disneyland. They get to play How volleyball. How sick is that? Like, why are you complaining about Yeah, I don't understand it. I mean, no, MLB every players. Day. <laughs> yeah, they get room service, video games, volleyball, and golf. How how bad could it really be? I, I it's It sounds a little – it's it just annoys me because, like, think about, like, all these, like, players on teams that didn't get to go to the bubble or even, like, players that were once in the league or retired players that just didn't do that great. Like, they want to be in the bubble. Like, it's annoying to hear the best athletes not, like, accepting the situation. I mean, like, I know they're all doing it for jokes. And, like, it's all funny and obviously they're going to play 
it's just like a little bit like annoying sometimes not for me not as not for the fans but like for the players that wish they were in disney like that must be a little bit annoying for them i mean listen here this is another interesting point you've got 22 teams quarantined in this bubble right you have players that are going to be stars stars that are going to be free agents all like all connected all bubble with other teams jing there's a chance that they could do some recruiting from that like maybe Giannis to the raptors maybe because if Giannis ends up hanging out with some of the raptors guys but like then again it's so strict so probably not i think Giannis has probably been spending a ton of time with guys on other teams i don't think it's going to really influence his career you know that chris middleton hasn't picked up a basketball for three months and Giannis is really really upset about that well apparently i've been hearing that Giannis looked horrible the other day in his first Run. Okay, so last question. Who's going to win the World Series? We, we don't need to go that into depth this, but just say who you think is going to win. Just explain yourself. I personally think the Yankees will win the World Series. I think their pitching rotation is definitely improved from last season. I think once they get all their guys back and healthy, it's definitely not going to be that big of a problem. Right now, their bullpen is a little thin, but I think that should work it out itself out. I think their batters are... Very, very. They're looking very dangerous. They're called the Brook, uh, the Bronx Bombers for a reason. I think Judge is gonna have a bounce back season from last year. And Sanchez too, Stanton. Glaber is gonna perform unbelievably. I'm not a Yankees fan, but I'm really excited for what this New York team can do and is capable of. Yeah, I agree, Sam. I think Yankees are gonna get there. I'll see the Dodgers coming out of the NL. Um, they kind of choked in the World Series for the past couple of years. One of them was against the Astros, so I, I mean, you can't blame them, right? But all I have to say is the Dodgers are going to choke again. I'm very, I'm actually pleasantly surprised. I didn't think you guys were going to say the Yankees. Um, I obviously think it's the Yankees. Obviously, I'm a Yankees fan, but it, it comes down to it comes down to their health. Last year, they had a horrible season filled with injuries. But if the Yankees, if the Yankees end up staying healthy and all their players perform with all the star talent that they have. I think, you know, the Astros just lost Garrett Cole. Verlander's getting older. No one likes the Astros right now. Like you said, David, the Dodgers, we've seen them choke in the playoffs for the past two, three years. So I think that if the Yankees end up staying healthy, I wouldn't, I, I think that they're going to win the World Series. Yeah, I agree. I think the Dodgers are going to give the Yankees a run for their money. It's going to be a very closely contended game. No matter oh, what. The Braves made the World Series, though. I really wouldn't. But that's what the game is. It's going to be a Yes, I agree. It's going to be a competitive series nonetheless. I'm excited. The MLB is back. We're all going to be watching. Everyone. Sports is back. Thanks for listening to this episode of Crunchime. We'll be back with new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Follow our Instagram at Pod. We're available on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and many other streaming platforms. And we have a TikTok, so please go check that out. And we will see you next time.